Hey guys, my name is Girish Pelly, the host for Back to Basics. We are live today on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. What you can do is go to my Instagram and go to my DM and type the word Mansi, and you will see the link for the poster that we have posted for weeks or days. And then on top of that, we have there's a link for Clubhouse if you want to just hear us and not watch us. I prefer that you watch us because I put my makeup on and so does she today. But guys, today we have a comedian on the house at Back to Basics, and it is just amazing. Her name is Mansi Mera, and I want to just applaud saying, Mansi, thanks for coming on my show today, and thank you again. How are you? The pleasure, the pleasure is all mine. I am doing well. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you so much for coming on Back to Basics and trying to make my, you know, day special, especially on live on uh on back to basics so before we get to the basics of your comedy world and your stand-up comedian world or and the modeling world that also that you are in what does back to basic mean to you before we get into that that's a that's a great question i think uh everything end of the day goes back to basic i feel like even if you learn so much and there's certain uh factors in your life that are like the basic necessity whether it's your value system or you know all the values that you hold the world so they're like pretty much your niche your basic so uh, even with this pandemic i feel like that's something that's held people together and uh, whether it's your discipline your integrity your uh, you know skills uh, which are the basic skills that you would need to have um, you know honesty and things like that so i always feel like even if you go and excel wherever you go uh, however far you go end of the day you come back to basics yeah thank you so much mansi because it seems like we tend to forget the basics of life and we just need to just take a step back and say you know what let's take a deep breath and start fresh or maybe start from something and i think uh covid actually taught us this but i think it should have been done way way before that but that's, that's very true that's just my two cents but nobody i feel like every 10 years this thing happens it's kind of a reset like yes. when it happened in 2009 and now you know with covid um uh, it's kind of a reset for everybody across the world i believe which kind of reminds us that you know uh how so far we may go there are certain things which are basic and you know you got to stick to them in order to survive it's like the survival instinct yeah yeah thank you so much for that mansi so how is how is it tough to make someone laugh extremely <laughs> that's you, the word i mean i mean it's easy to piss someone off and make someone cry but making someone laugh is quite difficult don't you think that is true i feel like um not just making someone laugh understanding a person's emotion and just getting into uh you know what they believe in because that's what's going to make them either cry or laugh or you know it uh nudge them so that's one thing i always feel like uh, you got to understand the uh factor underneath the skin you know what really ticks them yeah 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 but then sometimes the the jokes or i should say the corny jokes or whatever jokes you want to say right or whatever word you want to use it seems like how far is too far when when it comes to jokes so again that's a very uh, essential i think uh, in any i think that's in any sphere like you know where do you draw the line mm. it's uh, essential to know that uh, whatever you are speaking is not pushing the limit to a point where it's offensive where it's uh, really you know 
uh, you've really gone beyond the boundary and it's no longer funny it's actually offensive yeah. and again back to basics you know it's not really matching your principles like if you're telling someone to be dishonest uh, or in your joke or you're trying to uh, put someone down and making fun of them and laughing at them and to a point where it's really demeaning them that's not something which is really appreciated like that's beyond a joke yeah yeah because you know sometimes when you're in the stand up right so let let me get step back a little mm-hmm. is there a difference between a comedy a comedian versus a stand up comedian i think there are different types of comedy mm-hmm. um you can have you can call it as like you have sketch you have improv you have stand up you have mimicry there's so many different styles uh and uh, each one of them caters to a different kind of audience or everyone has a different style of humor mm-hmm. so um i'd say yes there there is a difference but again some people and it's very subjective i've learned this thing that uh, you would think that oh i don't think you're funny yeah because maybe that's not your style yeah. um that's not what really makes you you know laugh or it's that's not your kind of humor some people lo- love mimicking and they love to hear mimicry but some people are like what is going on i need to have some juice in it some meat in it and i want to have a take away from this joke not just have a laughing go i think one of the comedian actually said this and i really um understand this it's not just about how funny the joke was but uh, did i learn something out of it or did i have a take away to you know um, take back with, with me th- thank you for that by the way monty so uh, is it just me or mimicry is not considered a joke or a comedy. um it's debatable it's debatable right yeah. because you know what i can m- try to mimic you but then that doesn't mean that's comedy that's just making fun of you right yeah so so is that offensive or is that just one of those friends things so explain that if you don't mind yes that's a very good question uh i'll ask i'll tell you why there is uh especially in america whenever i've performed with american comics it's always been um you know pretty, pretty much to the core stand up or improv like those are the two factors which are very much focused however in uh in that that's what i've seen in india a lot of people get attracted to artists who are mimicking or um you know even if you see kapil sharma or uh, the other shows where people are like mimicking and and uh, or trying to mimic an actor and the the audience finds it funny so i think for any artist audience is the key yeah. if it's making them feel entertained uh good for them and then you know even mimicking can be fine as long as it's not offensive again coming back to the values mm-hmm. but end of the day uh, what works in that region uh, a lot of the times here when you mimic people will it will just go dead Yeah. Like what is this? Uh versus yeah you can act out so there is a difference when you're acting out a joke uh you're not mimicking you're just trying to portray that scenario and narrate a story mm. versus if you are um mimicking someone and just making laughing at them and people are not able to relate so it depends region to region that's why I'm, I'm saying it's debatable because there are people who are who mimic um and they do well and i've seen them do really well in indian circuit mm. versus uh you know american circuit yeah 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 thank you so much for that by the way but when you are let's say there's a situation and there's a situation i think a year ago a couple of years back when someone was uh making fun of let's say indians on the bart simpson show and that was a whole fiasco like a couple of years back right yes. so is that making fun of 
racial comments or is that making fun of a character or is that just a character in the play and that's it what are the, your thoughts on that so yeah i understand when the makers had that accent or you know had that character it's fine to a certain limit but i think after a point when you stereotype or box a character in a certain or a person or a region or a person coming from a certain background you just box them in a specific you know you stereotype them that's when it kills it because you know there's more to just having a Simpsons or like a you know there's more to that accent that's and right. not everybody talks like that that's so right. i think that's something which makes it harder for people like us when you are going on stage they are expecting you to be talking like that or not having any knowledge about uh, you know like people ask me how why how you speak you speak really well like you almost feels like you're from not from india you're from america but that's not the case because not everybody people in india speak so well that's right they're very fluent yeah. so what made you think like that and it's kind of sad because the picture that's been painted in front of them is because of characters like you know in simpson yeah yeah thank you so much so for that you. because it seems like it, it kind of uh like irritated me on that part uh so let me let me ask you a different question here now let me ask you this now stand up comedian going on stage don't aren't you afraid that you're going to bomb aren't you afraid that you're going to succeed i mean how do you how do you go with that like before the show starts do you always say that yes i'm not going to fail i'm just going to go up what what are your thoughts on that you know i always tell this uh, to anybody who asks me this question i feel like stand up is like pretty much like cricket you don't know when you're going to get out okay so it's you don't know what you're going to score it might be a century it might be your day or you might actually be out on zero and you're out of the field yeah. so that's like bombing and you don't it's it's pretty much like a game it's not even just a form of art that you are performing and you know it's going to function it's going to work and that's with any comic um, bombing is this part of the game mm. so you don't know how you're going to perform and that's what makes a comic nervous when in the beginning of the show i go and interact with my audience i talk to my friends or people who showed up and they've come to see me i'll make sure that you know they're comfortable they're doing well but then they'll be like oh this is my friend and you know she's going to go on stage and i'm like oh my god the bets on me um and i don't know how i'm going to do so yeah. you know it just brings that pressure yeah. but on the other hand i also know that it's worth the pressure because sometimes you perform better when you are uh, under pressure you know that you have to give your best of course uh, but it's like a game is less of like an acting because or singing because you you know the lyrics you know how you're going to perform what you're going to perform word to word versus uh, stand up you might have a heckler who's going to just uh, ruin your show yeah yeah thank you so much for that now when you go on stage is there a skit that you follow or is there that you look at the audience and you start making it up as you go how, how does how does that work for you so it's a mix and match of both uh you do have a script every every comic has one so that they bring some content to the stage they're just not coming empty headed and just make stuff on the stage uh also but you don't want to go just by the script it's not like you're just narrating a story and just you're going you know with the script because you need to also understand what your audience is where the audience is coming from the background your audience has uh, you know maybe your story is not even relatable you know if you're creating a story which is uh, related to let's say somewhere in west bengal and you're performing in los angeles like how would your audience even relate to that 
So it's yeah. essential to even engage the audience, and it's happened. Like let's say if the comic prior to my performance has bombed, yeah, the co- the stage like the entire room is dead. Mm. Now you have to lift it up. Mm. So the pressure's on you. Yeah. So how do you do that? You can't just start your story and like, oh, I am funny. My story is funny. Listen to me. It doesn't work like that. Mm. You have to build that relation with your audience. Let them connect with you. and then you can start a story yeah that you bring up a good point uh, you know the los angeles versus west bengal right so let me give you an example the same content cannot work in let's say los angeles and new york am i right because right. because the culture is different people exactly. are different everything is different right so how do you know that do you research where you're going before you do that content because i think you yeah. practice all the content right uh yeah. so so tell me about that does that mean that you go 30 countries or 30 uh, states and you have 30 content you do have some similar baseline so let's say i'm talking about dating in la mm-hmm. and i'll have some sort of an analogy on dating in la uh that might be similar when it comes to all the metros uh you know people will be able to relate when i'm talking to people in new york or people in florida like they'll be like yeah i get that but suddenly i talk about people in ohio and they're like i don't know what she's talking about it's not relatable to me anymore mm-hmm. or even if so like i have a parking lot joke a parking um parking space joke and uh, you know because we have certain uh, designated parking spots so mm. it makes sense when you're doing it in america mm. but if you're doing the same thing in india people will be like i don't know what she's talking about it's not even it's, it's not, not relatable right it's not relatable yeah, yeah so yeah. obviously you have to research and see if this can be um this joke is applicable or is you know can can have response from a different place yeah yeah thank you so much for that the, so you know there was an interview that i actually saw a few years back uh about a uh, a comedian or I should say an actor or a hero of uh, Bollywood uh named by uh Govinda right and what he actually said was that I don't know which movie it was I'm let's say hypothetically let's say hero number 1 because I don't remember mm-hmm. okay he okay. says that uh I think one of my family member passed away I did not want her to go I needed to finish this shooting Now obviously in his mind is going to be tough because there's a disaster in his family. How does right. how do you cope with that because you had a bad day at work, you argued with your mom or family member, someone died or something. How do you go on stage by putting that away and performing the way you should be performing? Yeah, that's a that's actually a true story. It's happened to me in my life when um actually my father passed away and um I was doing the you know the ceremony the all the rituals i had to do i was there and somebody messaged me uh, i was in india and somebody messaged me from america saying that hey i want to book you for the show next month and i was like hey i'm in india i can't come this my father passed away and she goes that's fine the show is next month like she said i'm sorry and whatever but you know the show is next month this is not like this month hmm. i said do you realize like what i'm going through what are you talking about um but then i think over the period of time i realized that as an artist you kind of switch gears and you have to come in your the persona that you hold for your audience mm. uh and um sometimes you got to just leave those situations away it's hard i'm not saying it's easy it's not the switch on and off but you have to train yourself over and over again and say that um you know 
I got to stick to my guns and I got to do just this. It's like these minutes are very crucial for me and my audience. Mm-hmm. And then I can go and cry and sob and do whatever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough. And I'm sorry about your father when, when that happened. Uh, it is definitely tough when it comes to these things and when you're trying to make a joke uh, and then things, thing, uh, things happen. Uh, but sometimes I think you'll have to take a step back and t- go back to basics on that and say, you yeah. know what? Uh, uh, we're doing this for other people and and it's not always me uh so yeah, right. thank you so much for that i think also back to basics uh, one of the um factor is commitment if you've committed to a show hmm. then you got to stick to it no matter what may happen mm-hmm. it's just like your job if you've committed to some work you've said that i will be performing whether you do good or bad that's you know leave it to the audience hmm. but you got to stick to it yeah, so uh, definitely, I, I hope uh, things are well on your end, but thank you again for that. Monty, now, you have done so much in your life. <laughs> it seems like you have uh, a stand-up comedian, you have done modeling also. How about movies? Have you thought of being in the movies also, or TV shows even? Nowadays, I, I, I think there's done. a bigger, uh, bigger uh, uh, plates out there, I should say, or buffet out I there. I actually have done a movie. I've done a short film. I've done actually two, three short films, and a few of them got featured in uh, some of the film festivals. They were screened um, in Florida, in uh, in LA, they've been screened. And, uh, but I've not done a feature. I've not done a feature. Okay. Uh, maybe because it's a time constraint because I've been doing so many like juggling between so many things. Sure. Uh, but I think and then um, the second thing was TV show. I did get a, an offer from Indian Matchmaking mm. uh, the first season before it had come and become a thing. Uh, but I declined it. It was just too much personal information. I was like, okay, I gotta stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, how far is how far when it, when it comes to these things? Because it seems like you have done so much. What so. Let me ask you this in a different way. Mansi, in the next five years, who are you? What are you going to be? I don't know my next five minutes. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I honestly don't. Like, pageant happened. I won two pageants. um, And both of them were... were First one, one, I almost thought I was asked to emcee it. So I went and showed up. And they're like, oh, you're one of the models. And I was like, well, I wear sneakers. I don't wear heels. What are you talking about? So I ended up being a part of the pageant and then I won the title. So obviously that was a lot of rehearsals, walking in heels to dancing in heels and, uh, you know, then winning, then winning the titles, then that, that two titles. So it just happened. And if somebody asked me five years ago that, would you do? I'm like, are you kidding me? What a joke. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> <laughs> is, it be, is it because you, you feel that you're done enough of that and no more or... What do you think on that? As in? As in modeling, as in acting, or you just love comedy and that's what it is. That's what you're going to stick no, with. No, no, no. I just feel like it's just like oyster. You got to like explore and explore whatever. I don't like to box myself. So if you see, I'll never say, oh, I am Miss India USA. i never, never that person. Hmm. Like, okay, what's next? What's next creative that we can do or we can, uh, you know, try um, just so that you know that you've gotten that experience because life's too short. Like yeah. you can't box yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you again, Mansi, for coming here. But before you leave, and before we a- tell the audience on Clubhouse to go and ask you questions after when we're done with this interview, what is your last words on Back to Basics here? 
I think basics are like the essential to stick to anything. Whether it's you know any, I I'm a techie. I also be a pageant or singer. End of the day, it's like you have your perseverance. You have you have, you have to have your confidence. You have to have your honesty. You have to you know go through the rona rona. Also, like there's so many things which end of the day hold you to the ground and lets you keep going. Hmm. Uh, even most of the time, ninety percent of the time, you're just gonna fall on your face. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Yeah. And um, what do you do? <laughs> Stick to your basics. And if very quickly, very promptly, if I had to go and ask you to say some comedy lines, what would you say? What would I say? Would you uh, say? It's gonna be picked by No, it's okay. Go for it. Go for it. I will. I will. Uh, I will uh, say sorry on my uh, my behalf. Go, go for it. Well, I usually say that. Um, let me think about this one. This is like um, I'm just thinking which one should I say this. Uh, I used to say, you know, it's very hard to date in LA, and especially the online dating which kind of sucks because it's very terrible to find people online. Uh, browsing Alishadi uh, dot com and eHarmony and Match dot com is like browsing animal shelter. Um, yeah, uh, some have <laughs> squinted eyes, uh, broken hearts, uh, broken bank balance. So just looking at these pictures, you just don't know who to rescue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They hate me for this. No, it's <laughs> okay. Rejections. It's, no, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you so much, Mansi, for coming here and uh, making my show uh, brighter. And then we're gonna chat more also on uh, Clubhouse. So uh, thank you again, Mansi. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Grish. Thank you. So before we shut down today, I just want to explain today's episode. Today's episode is we talked about comedy. We talked about the hardships of that and how to make people laugh. How do people cry at the same time, or I should say, laugh and cry at the same time? So, guys, as usual, as always, there is a quote of the day on Back to Basics, and the quote of the day is going to be: If you haven't got any charity in your heart, you have the worst kind of heart trouble. That's by Bob Hope. I hope you enjoyed the episode today, guys. Take care. God bless. And as I always say, and at my show, remember everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today. So, guys, today next week's episode on back to basics. You know, she's in she's in charge of the of the squadron. You know, and it was it was this very cool thing. But I think the inequality is when we get out of the military. Is that women are not seen as veterans, hmm. and they're not recognized as veterans, and they're and they're not treated the same way that, say, a, a male veteran would be treated. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it uh, is it really tough to bring women into the field versus behind the scenes, or the other way around? Does that make sense? What I'm saying. So let me mm -hmm. let, let me rephrase that a little.